messing with you. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. 
Jersey, Judah, back with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. I had uh, I had just realized that I did an episode this morning, did not upload it, so I apologize for that. I'm going to have that episode uploaded. Hopefully by tonight, maybe this episode uploaded tomorrow. Nothing too major. Still got a, a good amount of things I need to do at this job. I figure we'll go over. Then again, maybe I'll scrap that last episode and we'll go over everything tonight. We'll go over everything I did this morning and what I need to go over tonight. Within an hour and 15 minutes, man. So let's not waste any time. Let's get into the red pill shenanigans. We have uh, Replicant Fish uh, pleading, uh, modern women pleading for, you know, good men. And then we have AJ's Rants and Reactions, which a modern woman threatens false allegations. So let's start off right there. Let's get it. Hey guys, AJ here, back with another one for you. So we're going to look at some foolishness that I found on Twitter, because guys, we all know the foolishness that you can find on Twitter. But this is the entire story here. And it's called Wife Goes Too Far to Get Wi-Fi Password Falsely Accusing Husband, right? Anytime where a woman is willing to get you locked up over a password for a Wi-Fi, she's not a keeper. We can we can probably agree with that. But let's continue. And this video is going viral. And this is the woman right here, guys. I'm not making this up. It's no longer April Fool's Day. This is real. And the story is this woman here, the husband or soon-to-be ex-husband, changed the Wi-Fi so she threatens to call the cops and say that he essayed her and that he graped her and all this other stuff, right? So we're going to get in this, guys. But before we do, please remember to like, subscribe, drop a comment. It really helps to keep this channel going. I'll be doing some more live streams, so feel free to, to join in. And yeah, guys, let's just jump into this now. See, in today's world, the internet and technology have become an essential part of our lives. Most people cannot imagine a day without checking their phones, connecting to the, to the internet to browse, work, or even socialize. Now, this is something that a lot of people don't understand, that how much people feel they need their phones. So when I'm at the job, my phone is pretty much my MP3 player. So I listen to a lot of content, helps me get through the day. I don't check my phone or I don't check Facebook until nightfall, right? That's kind of my new thing, right? Like I don't go on Facebook really at all. Maybe a little bit during the daytime before I get into work, but by the time I'm at work, I'm working. So I don't focus on who's hitting me up. I don't focus on, you know, what somebody posted while I'm at the job. But just small things like that clears my head, right? Um, you got to understand that when you go on your phone, a lot of us go on our phones, we're just being distracted by somebody else's life, by somebody else's thoughts, 
and somebody else's emotions. And thoughts really don't matter, let alone somebody else's thoughts. As an individual who should be in touch with his own thoughts and, you know, his own feelings, but have a more healthy approach or a healthy way to express it, it can be very distracting to pay attention to a phone or to pay attention to other people's lives on your phone. With the increasing importance of the internet, Wi-Fi has become a valuable commodity in most households. In a viral video that's been making rounds on social media, a wife wants a Wi-Fi password so bad, it led to a disastrous situation that could have ruined her husband's life. Now, guys, there's only one clip of this, and that's her threatening to call the cops. Now, look, guys, this is going to be entertaining. Like I said, matter of fact, let me just do this now so I can stick with it. Because I'm going to really try to go through all of this shit in one episode. So I'm going to delete that last episode. But the clip that he goes through, it's just amazing, right? Ain't it amazing? It's going to be amazing. It really is. Because you're going to see how wicked these women are. And there's a lot of other details that we'll get into when the time is right. I haven't seen the rest, but they do say that she did call the cops, right? Um, and that she was, and then he he was recording, and when she found out that he was recording, she started hitting him, right? So it says, so the man who refuses to give her the password, she starts hitting him and threatens to call the cops, claiming that he had had assaulted her and the children. He tries to reason with her, but then the woman hits him, screams, and then he has to leave the house. After he leaves the house, now keep in mind, let's keep in mind. Children are involved. Now, do we know if it's his children or not? Not necessarily. But children are involved. Yet this woman wants to get so irate and out of pocket, screaming at the top of her lungs, making up all these false allegations in front of the goddamn children. Great parenting. Great parenting. And how about this guy, man? He sure hit the lottery with this woman, didn't he? Bitch is willing to call the goddamn police officers. Falsify a rape sexual assault allegation over a fucking Wi-Fi password. Over internet. He calls the police. So so the woman calls the police, lies about the situation, claiming that she and her children have been assaulted. She still recorded the entire time the video shows the police arrive at the scene and questioning her, say the woman's lies unravel quickly. The police listen to the recording. They were that. And bingo, the guy, he's the MVP. The guy's the MVP. Matter of fact, here, here we go. Way to go, man. So while this woman is just completely telling this guy what she's about to do to try to lock this man up, this man secretly recorded the video, had all of the evidence that was necessary. So when the cops came, you know, he, he's he's probably just relaxed. He's probably relaxed. Those that you story have happened. So the woman is then arrested for making a false report and the man is free to go. So 
I haven't been able to find the rest of that, but we do have the video. Here we go. But she's threatening to call the cops. So if I can find the rest of this footage, guys, I will. I will. Uh, I will make a video. But let's just jump into this here, because here's the video right, right here. Here we go. Please, please. Sleeping in the bed with me. I'm, I'm please. I'm trying. I didn't to... say that. What's the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> What's the Wi-Fi password, Joe? What's the Wi-Fi password? You really want me to call the cops for this? <laughs> go, <laughs> Wi-Fi. Go for it. What are they gonna do? They're gonna laugh at you. Abusive narcissist. I'm not doing anything. Rape me. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Shut up, bitch. Now, this is what's interesting about this, and I pointed this out the last time I tried to record this. Um, understand that she's, she has the audacity to make a false claim that the man is a narcissist, says the one who's willing to call the police, willing to get a man locked up over falsified accusations, dealing with a fucking Wi-Fi password, but he's the narcissist. He's the narcissist. You're causing all of this commotion in front of your kids, but he's the narcissist. Let's continue. You've done everything. I've done anything. You've touched my kids too. I've done anything. Oh wow! Please say that. Please say that. What? You've probably touched my kids, and I need to protect them, and that's why we're getting out. Perfect. I'm glad you think that because you you want to protect them because you're the mom of right. You're the your mom, the mom bear, right? I'm the mom. So so then why are you still here if I'm such a threat? The only thing that I would complain about in this situation is the man is raising his voice along with the woman. And that's what women want. When women start, when women have arguments and when women fight, if you as a man, if you keep a straight face, if you stay stoic and if you let these women just look stupid and you don't react, they'll get even madder. When you react, when you raise your voice, when you raise her hand, when you raise your hand to her. She smiles because she knows if you hit her, that's your life. You, you'll throw it all away. If you yell and get to her emotional level, she'll smile because she'll go, I got him. I got him to react in the irrational, emotional way. I'm telling you. That's why I don't Oh, in 23 days. If anybody touched my children, I'm pretty sure they'd be, either be dead or fucking. So do you want to die? Yeah, good. Not sure. Good. And this, this is a very toxic relationship, very toxic, beyond toxic. When there's talks of, you know, um, death killings and there's the knife right there type of shit. Oh yeah. That relationship is definitely long gone. It's a wrap. Yikes. Divorce. And she's still under the house. She's still under the roof. Oh, that's got to be messy. 
That's that's gotta get that's gotta get pretty dicey. A woman that you're already divorcing is still living under your house, still living in your household. <clears throat> now these kids, still a mystery. Is he the father? Did he just wife up? Uh, did he just wife up a single mother? Who knows? There you go. <laughs> and I wonder why he is divorcing her. Apparently we're not doing that anymore, right? Is that, that so. an agreement that if we're not doing the peace anymore? So if you say so, you're the one that you're the only you're the only one that's still fucking breaking your word. I'm gonna call this Lisa Battles family advocate person. And, Go for it. And, oh, by the yeah, military spouse support is not a state thing; it's a yeah. actual thing. It's a federal so. thing. And he's a military man. So my thoughts, although that's never a great thing to have. My thoughts are running through my head with his situation, being in the military, uh, possibly being overseas, possibly possibly being cheated on. You know, who knows? I'm just saying. And since you have more money than I do, I would have you anything. We haven't been married for more than a year. So, whatever you say. That's funny because... Go ahead, Samantha. Do your research. Threaten me however you want. Do what you have to... I don't have to hear it. Just... All if you I want, want to do, is the Wi-Fi password. Do what you have to do. All I want is a fucking Wi-Fi password. Okay, that's fine. So, give me the fucking Wi-Fi password. So, are you going to leave me... Are you going to leave me else? I'm about to get naked. I don't feel fucking comfortable with you oh, being here. That's unfortunate, right? Because... So, uh, I will call the cops for fucking sexual harassment. How? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Let's play ball. There you go, Let's guys. Play right ball. there. You notice that? You notice how excited, like almost how joyful she was, which such, with such glee. Let's play ball. Like what type of crazy man wickedness? Bad. Look at how evil this one. Yeah, this one's so evil that it's almost laughable. You guys, this sounds like this guy's in the military, so you know that she, that she was probably like the first piece of tail that, that he can get once he, he joined up. Because you know that a lot of these young guys in the middle of the military marry <laughs> young, which guys don't do. So if you're in the military, guys, don't. If you feel pressure to get married, don't do it. Please don't. I think the military is such a a vague thing, right? Like military is just so vague. Because in your head, you think of the army, you think of the military, you think of badasses, you think of guys who are just jacked, you know what I'm saying? Like guys who are constantly working out, guys who are constantly training. And you realize that sometimes, not all the time, not all, not all, not all, but a growing number of guys, like they're scrawny. And it's like, what do you do in the military? What is it that you do? You can't be toting a pistol. Can't be toting an AR-15, M-16. You're not toting any, you know, hardware. You know, some of these guys are scrawny, man. They're in the military. You know, these guys, not all, not all. They get caught up in that all-you-can-be thing. And I understand it. I consider myself a nationalist, but as a nationalist, I don't agree 100% with um, government. I don't agree 100% with military. I'm just realistic. Now, I support 
I support those out there who are in the military, who are fighting the good fight for the United States of America. But there are certain guys who kind of try and use that to their advantage on getting women. See, I'm a military man. And some women, some women just see you as a pushover. She'll look at you as an easy opportunity because if she look and, and really think about this, all she has to do is give the man enough attention, right? Give him enough attention and consideration, and that guy is going to take care of her no matter what. He may go overseas, he may get deployed someplace, and he'll be back three, four, sometimes six months at a time. And you think that woman isn't, you know, getting opportunities elsewhere. Now she can pretty much go out there and have fun. Well, he won't know, won't hurt him. She ain't going to get caught. She ain't going to, if she's, if she's smart, she's not going to put her business out there to get caught. But see, she can take advantage of that military man, right? It's fucked up. It's terrible. You know, travel, live, live your life. You guys, don't do it. Don't get married young and end up like this This guy. But either way, this woman's nuts. She said, do you want to die? He's saying, there is a knife. That's this, how bad this, their marriage has gotten. And that's a marriage, And guys. then you heard she was saying. That's a marriage, not a relationship. Ain't that amazing? Imagine being the man who's, like, raised to be something to be something special, right? You get that mother and father uh, guardianship, parenthood, right? You learn from a woman how to treat a lady, and you learn from a man how to be a man, right? You get to a point in life, you're making something of yourself, you come across the woman, just like these fucking dumbass rom-coms, you fall head over heels, you do whatever you can to spend time with her when you can. And you finally decide, I'm going to go on one knee. I'm going to propose to this woman. And this is the woman that she becomes. Isn't that amazing? Absolutely despicable. I'm going to call the cops and say that you essayed me and all this other stuff. Guys. Do not deal with this. Do not. Please don't, guys. This has been probably ha- happening for a long time. Okay? And it's been building up and building up. And the moment anyone ever you know, threatens to call the cops or anything, guys, just leave. That's it. Just leave. Get yourself out of the situation. And what I've been saying from the beginning now, anytime a woman wants to get into an argument, especially publicly, you don't you want to be a brick wall. Okay? You want to be made out of stone. You don't want to react emotionally. You don't even want to speak quietly. Just just walk away. And let that woman let her let her stay in her funk. Let her stay in her place. She gonna cry about it. She's gonna feel some type of way. But then she's gonna realize that she was the one that was out of pocket. want to be disruptive and out of pocket in public. 
over dumb shit. I know a lot of guys, they they don't they don't miss those type of relationships. Those aren't the highlight reels that men usually think about, but I do. When it comes to women today, you have no choice. You always have to you always have to be aware of your surroundings, number one, as a man, especially dealing with women. Be aware of your surroundings. Uh, be aware of her nature. Be aware of her personality. Like in which I know a lot of guys, they'll be misogynistic and say women don't have a personality, and it's kind of kind of true. I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of true. And what I mean is, their personality is like copy and paste. So something that you have heard, like something that, for example, the person listening, whoever the person listening is. Dumb shit that you heard a woman say nine times out of 10, I've heard a woman say the same shit. You would have thought it was the same person, but they all are influenced by just the entity of promiscuity, fuckery and whoredom. Okay. Harlotry. Blatant harlotry. So there is no any any chance that she'll get to burn you, and I don't mean that in a sexual way. Stay protected, gentlemen. But I mean any chance she gets to stab you in the back, she will do so. She is vindictive. A lot of guys experience that with ex girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? You just realize how petty, problematic, and combative a lot of women can be, especially when they're mad when they're angry, when they're in their feelings, when they're in their emotions, and their heads are clouded with thought. Because that's all most women are. Not all, not all, not all, but most. And it's the influence. You know, Amber Heard was was one of the women who was a proven point to like, yo, this is happening. Outside of the fame and credibility and all that other stupid shit. This shit happening to regular men. And something tells me, because they've been married for less than a year, she said, my kids, so she's probably a, a single mom that he married, too. Guys, don't date single moms either. Negative. Don't do it. Guys, please. And the last thing, <laughs> before please. we go, guys, these modern women really, really like to, uh, if you ask them why they broke up with their ex-boyfriends, they always say abuse. Abuse is a word that's thrown around a lot. Because all you gotta do is ask any type of clarifying questions, and and the majority of the stories fall apart. Now, that being said, if a woman says she was abused, you would break it down to were you physically abused, were you quote unquote verbally abused, or you quote unquote emotionally abused. Because women do get away with using these words freely without specifying shit. All these false accusations and niggas getting locked up over shit they don't do. Dealing with these fucking women in the West, black, white, whatever. In the West, yeah, they have their own plans. They have their own motives. A lot of guys, they don't believe that. You know, sugar, spice, and everything nice, that's women for them. And they really believe it. They see a, they see an attractive woman, and they and they envision her as 
an angelic being. Like, she can do no wrong. Oh, she can have as many abortions as she wants. She can have as many partners as she wants. And you as a man, God forbid if you say something. But if you're not getting sex or if you don't have a, a bunch of women, or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you have an abundance of women. You're not necessarily seen as 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 popular and as easygoing either because women are too caught up in their ego and their emotion. A woman who's insecure, she's not going to handle a man who's charming enough to be with someone better than her. Um, a woman who's comfortable in her own ways and she's comfortable in her own thoughts, meaning she's productive enough not to go outside of what she feels is right and wrong, regardless of if it's popular or not, which you're not all, not all. Most women are not going to be this way. They're going to go along and get along. They'll do things that they don't like just because it gets a guy's attention. That's how bizarre this shit gets. That's how bizarre this entire thing gets. And if a woman, if you're dealing with a woman, right, this is a lesson that I learned. It's a small lesson, but it's worth mentioning, right? If you deal with a woman who talks about every fucking body, there's a good chance she's talking to somebody else about you. And you better hope it's just a woman and it's not another man. Because women are very, see, women tell on themselves without really saying much. It's their actions and how they do things. Like women who love gossip, women who always, like, it could be a woman that you're dating. It's a woman that you're talking to, even a woman that you're in a short-term sort of interaction relationship with, right? When you pick up on her just talking about everybody, like, just think to yourself, who is she talking to about me, right? Especially if you're you're communicating with her, you're talking to her. Maybe you're at a point now where you're you're literally courting her because you you are vetting her. You see her as a potential long term partner. But at the same time, you're realistic enough to not go for the okie doke. You know what I'm saying? And not and not get caught up in your own ego and get caught up in your own emotion. Because a lot of guys, you'll get caught up in emotion quick. And you're bending over backwards doing everything for a woman who hasn't even clarified anything between you two. And the guys who get caught up in their emotion, they always fail. They always get put in the friend zone. They always they're always the ones who put in too much and get too little at the end. Just a thought. Abuse does ha- happen, yes. Okay. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but it's so rare in this day and age. But the narrative is like there's it's happening everywhere. Women are used to telling stories to other women who don't question women. So as a man, if you question them, their stories fall apart. So guys, always believe people if it if they have evidence. So all right, you guys, let me know what you think of this video. It's real, real, real sad, man. You know. <laughs> and go to Twitter because you can find some pretty crazy con comments too. So, all right. all right, man. Shout out to AJ's rants and reactions. He black.
Um, we're going to get into replicant fish, modern women uh, pleading for true masculine men. You know, these women are all of a sudden tired of the scrawny wimps, right? The guys who they don't even pedestalize. They volunteer themselves. This is why simps are the worst. They volunteer their services of being doormats. They want the girlfriend experiment. Or no, they want the girlfriend experience where they pay for everything and they get nothing in return. These guys are paying money to be used. You can't make any of this shit up. But now you have women out of nowhere. Oh, we're tired of these weak men. We need true men. We need men who can protect us, men who can provide for us. Same old bullshit. But let's jump into it. Replicant fish. Let's get it. Woman pleads, we need you back. Men, we need you back. But men don't care anymore. Men don't give an F anymore. Why should men give an F anymore? Obviously some men do. Obviously some men. Uh-uh, fuck that. You know, they go running, running into the open arms, the warm, bouncing bosom of a woman, just to be close to her and to have her to hold. Yeah, that's nice, it's cute. However, I'm not convinced. I'm not that easy. Please, are you wish modern women you wish? Yeah, a lot of men are easy. A lot of men can be swayed, just knowing that they wanted or being told that they wanted. Oh, my mind's changed as a woman. I no longer want to be this strong, modern, independent woman. I now want to be a loving, gentle, war, more traditional like, though it will never be woman. Woman. Yeah. That does sound pretty. It does sound like what a lot of men want. But my point is, do you believe it? Are you so easily swayed? Bitches that look like. No. Negative. Not at all. Um, the thought in itself is bad for a man to say, oh, I wish women were this. I wish women were that. What if women were this? What if women were that? Because when men think like that, they think like women. Women are always comparing what's right for them to something better, right? It's that constant chase. And she doesn't even know what she's really chasing after. She can visualize it, but she can't truly see it. In other words, it's imagination. It's thought. Like thought in the extent is just imagination, which is really nothing compared to action, right? It's like a drug addict. A drug addict can tell you that, oh, they're going to get clean, they're going to get sober, they're going to get better, just watch. How many times are you going to hear someone say that time and time again? Every time you see them, they're talking about it. Months all in, years all in, to, to where you stop caring about what they think they're going to do because they're not doing it. A thought compared to an action is two different fucking things, right? Now, certain action... People don't put enough thought into it, which is why their actions become inaccurate, right? Versus someone who plans ahead so when it's time for the action, it can seem as if they did it rapidly without any thought, not realizing that the person is strategic and he thought about it years before. You see what I mean? But 
when you are lost in thought, you're lost in imagination. Unless you take that thought in a more pragmatic approach, that thought is meaningless. Okay? That's the crazy thing. And people are lost in their thoughts. It all makes sense. People are lost in their own thoughts. Women especially. What they envision versus what is in front of them is going to be night and day. And a lot of women haven't really dealt with too much harsh judgment based on, A, the fact that they're women to begin with, and B, if they're attractive, they have more opportunities open to them. This be having cars that look like this. Men, this is a PSA for you. I need you to listen to me very carefully, okay? Here we go. I know you have been dragged in the last few years through social media, through um, the media, through, you know, women, through just, I think our entire, like, culture right now has shamed men and tried to dwindle you down to becoming, I don't know, women or more feminine or less yep. manly. Yeah, yeah. bitches. Bruh. Yeah, a bunch of bitches. Walking like, uh, male bitches. And you've got balls in it. Like I said, lost in thought and lost in emotion. The young men who are lost in emotion are usually men who are products of single mothers. Are they're the they're 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 the product of single motherhood. Especially young boys. They're only gonna be taught how to handle things in an emotional way. A woman can't obviously a woman can't teach a young boy how to become a man how to be an adult, but because she is woman being the mother, he will naturally identify with the woman. And for a lot of y'all women out there who are single mothers, you say, that's good. That's great. Yeah. He's going to take care of a woman. False. He's going to be used. He's going to be manipulated by a lot of these women today. Not all, not all, not all, but most. That's the truth. But that doesn't matter. That does not matter. They want to reduce a man, destroy the masculinity in a man, and turn him into a modern male. Exactly. I don't want to be that. I'm sorry, I don't want to be that. No, 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 no. That doesn't suit me. But the rudeness and gall of modern women, they will tell me, no, that does suit you. Yeah, you're a man bitch. And a man whore. But yes, as men, we have been dragged. Dragged by our balls through broken glass and stones. You know, those sharp stones. Naked for years. <laughs> but yes, as men, we have to carry on, don't we? And it doesn't matter what women say. We just have to take it as men. Oh. That needs to end. Because trust me, yeah. there are a lot of people out there that still want men. Real men. Oh. And we need men. You're, you're irreplaceable. There's nothing that can replace. Isn't it amazing how we have to literally be at the brink of World War Three for a bitch to finally come to this conclusion? Isn't it amazing? That's terrible, man. Finally, at the end of it all, and she sounds like an older woman, no disrespect. She sounds like an older woman, so she had to come to the brink of complete separation, just a spiritual warfare between good and evil. Like I said before, it's not, it's not the Bible thumpers versus the uh, tick, tick, boom, boom. 
boys. It's not um, the small hats versus the, you know, Allah, Allah Akbar individuals. It's not about man versus woman. It's not about straight versus gay. It's not about transformer versus transhumanism, whatever. It has nothing to do with that. Good versus evil. You see it to take place. Now, a lot of these women, of course, they're going to be a part of the problem. And I hate to say it like that, but it's really their actions that cause it. Men, men, number one, for the most part, we own up to our fuck ups. If we're fucking up in something, we'll, a lot of guys, for the most part, are be like, yeah, I'm fucking up. I need to change this. I need to do this. I need to do that. They sort of go to the task of being sort of problem solvers by default, right? And women, when they get to a point of panicking, all they have to do is go into a ball, cry, or express the fact that she's stressed out and somebody's going to be there to give her encouragement. Some guy's trying to fuck her. Some other guy's trying to take her out. One guy, you know what I mean? She's, she's going to have those opportunities open up for her in a way that men wouldn't even imagine. If a man's having a bad day, motherfuckers will tell him, man up, nigga. Like, and, and that's just how men handle our problems, right? And that lack of support... And like I mentioned, I think I mentioned this in a prior episode throughout the weekend or some shit for in order for women to be put up. If you notice, a lot of men have to be put down. Right. In order for them to put women on such a high level, they have they have to take certain men and put them beneath them. And that's what's taking place. So the women that's making a lot, a lot of money, the women who's making more money than the men, which by the way, doesn't mean shit to a man. So it doesn't really help them. It actually complicates them for them. It complicates, excuse me. It complicates things for them in the long run. Cause financially they'll outsource a man, but physically she can just be average or even below average. So the money that wouldn't benefit a guy to begin with or her having it by default would not mean nothing to the man by default when it goes to dating and conversating. Sure, the man can respect that. Oh, that's what's up. She's a hustler, go-getter, whatever. <clears throat> Certain guys, they like strong and independent, and that's weird. Beta! You know what I mean? There's a white man. White liberal. Beta! You know what I'm saying? Just a little weird that people, especially men, would find that appealing. Oh, she's strong and independent. She has her own shit. That don't mean nothing. She's still going what, 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 she's going to still want what you have, okay? That's number one. She's still going to want what you have. And with the woman and the mindset to get to that level, you know she's not settling for less. Come on, man. You should already know. The ego controls those women. Their their ego is their own worst enemy. It's almost like an attractive woman. Like when I say vanity is a woman's worst enemy, it's the attraction that she has and the fact that whether she realizes it or not, those attractions are going to fade. So it's her opportunity to use that attraction to find a worthy man who could actually, um, you know, give her a balance. Because a lot of women, they need they need men in order to be balanced. They're imbalanced. Emotionally, 
they're chaotic. Not all, not all, not all, not all, but most. Very chaotic. A man. Not a material thing, not another species on this planet, nothing can replace a man. You were built with your muscle mass, with your bone structure, with all of your your deep voice, all these things for a reason, okay? Use those things. I know everyone has told you to slow down and to not act a certain way, but Mm. that is crap. Proper bullshit. You know, you have to hold back, you know? YouTube tells me I'm too sexual. And see, women like that, <clears throat> you know for a fact, just 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 from her speaking, how she's talking about it, she was one of the women that would talk badly about uh, masculine men. And she would probably throw out the word toxic here and there, describing men. You can always pick up on the behavioral patterns. You know what I'm saying? She can, she can spit a little game now because she's actually been through it. But she doesn't naturally notice. Like, uh, no woman naturally knows this shit. Like, they need hands-on. They become crash test dummies. When I think of the thought, I think of a crash test dummy. Like, she just goes through wreck after wreck after wreck after wreck of relationships, sexual experiences, nights out on the club, you know, uh, dueling, jousting, fighting, Within the realm of the cock coliseum, the cock carousel. That's their MO. They're crash test dummies. And they get to a point where they're beaten up enough that they need a man to not only provide for her, but to help her heal. Like these women are completely tossed to the side at the end of it all. And the attractive woman, unlike the strong and independent, which the strong and independent, <clears throat> although it's not desired, I would say it's more respected. Even the problematic, bitchy attitude, boss bitch mentality, she's grinded to a point to make that. Even though it's not appealing to most men, you can still look at that and acknowledge it for what it is. Versus the attractive woman where vanity is her worst enemy. So she'll go through 20 years, she'll go through her 20s you know, partying it up, having fun. And then she'll finally realize 27, 28, that those looks are starting to fade, that attention is starting to fade away. And then she goes into panic mode, RIP to Kevin Samuels, a.k.a. the Danger Zone. Danger Zone! All right, let's continue. And I think you guys need to hear that from a woman. I think, you know what, this weekend, go do something manly. I always get back somehow. Okay, because I know, I know, I know. Now, here's here's the point I'm going to make. When women go to this route to say what they need to say, it's like, tell this woman to go out there and teach women how to be feminine. How about that? Go out there and teach these ladies how to act like ladies. Don't worry about what we're doing. Because the guys who are out there doing the shit that we're doing, we have no desire to be with most of y'all. And guys had to come to that conclusion by themselves alone. They didn't go from bitch to bitch to bitch to bitch the way that women do on dating apps and with their promiscuity. Only being honest. The majority of men have like given up something to be like to fit more into like the cultural 
BS that we the majority of women have given up their virginity, have given up their souls to get attention and validation. See, I can flip the script and say the same shit, but my words are going to make more sense. Okay? That's the only difference. My words are going to make more sense. You see, the men, the men who go along with this shit, even though it's ass backwards and they're completely losing themselves in the process, they're doing it on good faith to somehow be with these women. They're going to white knight. They somehow think that that's going to get a woman's attention and it doesn't. And they become the male versions of the crash test dummy, except they don't get any sex. See, a woman who's ran through is a woman who just gets constant sex, um, no commitment, no long-term relationships, either child, children at a wedlock or divorced women, which divorced women always tend to be more bitter. I always notice that. Women who are divorced are essentially the ones who are bitter, right? Even if they win the divorce and they get all the money and shit, they're still bitter at the end of the day. But they'll go right back out there on the dating apps, and you can find a lot of these women bitching and complaining on TikTok. What's going on right now? Usually your sanity and your dignity and your pride, your will to live and your balls. Usually you kind of have to give up your balls. So. But I need you to get back to that, like manhood and you know what your children need you like children need their father so Aww. you got daughter son whatever like teaching how to play chess this weekend daughter take her out to get some like bracelets or you know i don't know their age take your son out you know and like i said before easily flipping this you can just tell women who are single mothers hey be mothers don't be a whore on a tender profile i can say that i mean i can say that right be mothers, right? But then again, a lot of women, they're just the architects of broken homes, broken households. They chose the government handout. They chose the programs over having a man to give the child some level of guidance, a masculine variation of guidance to the motherly, nurturer, caregiver, emotional variation of such as well for the women, for the mother. But like I said, get these young boys, man. And I see it. I see it a lot. Get these young boys. Um, they come up, single mother household. Mother complaining 24 fucking seven. Not letting the kid do what he want. He might want to play football. She don't want him to play football. Might want to play basketball. She don't want him to play basketball. Might want to go to college. Might want to do something better. She don't want him to do nothing. And a lot of these women, they don't realize as single mothers, you restrict that child, especially the boy. You keep him a boy. You baby him. And you, and you turn him into a grown boy. And then when women when women deal with him, they know, okay, he's a mama's boy. He's soft. He's easily taken advantage of. And, and that's how, look, I'm telling you, man. It may sound bizarre, but I'm telling you, that's, that's how shit works out. When a lot of these guys 
aren't really getting and they're not you know luckily for me i did like i did martial arts i did shit like that and you know learned discipline in my own way you know what i'm saying so i kind of learned throughout that and, and other things you know on what being a man is learning learning to fail and learn from the failure you know learn what not to do going forward and to better my situation without putting my head to the ground and crying like a bitch. Cause a lot of guys, they're not getting that type of discipline, young men not getting that discipline. And it's really sad to see it. Cause you got a lot of these young boys who could have been men could have been solid providers of not a woman, but to society and themselves they fall by the wayside, they become sissies, they become very emotional, they become a woman, they become their mother. Play basketball, do whatever they like to do, go, go do that this weekend. Like, kids need their father, and, and men need to be men. Like, please, you guys are about to become extinct. Yeah. Males are always going to be here, there's always going to be males. But being a man nowadays is too much. Just being too much. It's like I'm dangerous because I've got a penis. Yeah, I've got a penis. Oh, run from me, women. Yeah, you better run. Get this deep. Yeah. <laughs> That's a joke. It's a joke. Disgusting. I'm joking. Yeah, you better run. As a man, you kind of do feel like you're always a threat, even when you're not. Even when you're not. And um, extinct. Extinct. That's the. Right. It's early, guys. But trust me, we need you guys. We need your strength. We need everything about your masculinity. So this... Now, for a lot of guys, they would say, oh, well, that sounds genuine, right? No, it doesn't. No, it don't. She needs your strength. She needs your masculinity. She needs the security factor of you, and she needs the provider factor of you. That's where masculinity kicks in, right? The security is this strong man is going to protect me no matter what. And the provider aspect is this guy's a man, so this guy should provide for me. This guy should work, so therefore I don't have to work, which prior generations would have sound reasonable before the modern day slore, salute, slut, 304, tramp, Hoochie Mama, Scallywag came into the game. Promiscuity became what it is. That The availability and access to hookup became what it is. And it's no longer trustworthy to put that type of stock and investment, emotional investment, financial investment into a woman today. That's all. It ain't that deep, but it can be. When you have a lot of guys who had to really rebuild themselves without the help of others, without the support of others, those guys are going to have a more stoic, um, hard approach to it. Where it's like, okay, you're going to have to take your bumps. You're going to have to pay your dues. You're going to have to fail sometimes. You're not, you're not destined to make it. But you have an opportunity to make it. That's why it pisses me off when people just play victim. Where we have the technology and opportunity that people before us did not have. 
but we'll still sit back and bitch and complain. It's atrocious, man. This fucking society is something else. Bullshit of like quiet that shit down ends today. Okay. It ends today. Cause I'm yeah. so sick of it. All this stuff that you guys have been told that what you are and who you are and how you were literally created that that should be pulled back some way. Do you know fish have like certain features about them so that they're able to. All right. Yeah. I remember this. We're going to cut that short. So realize, and she doesn't realize it. I don't think she realizes it, but all those things that she said that was told to men, they were told by women. That's something that she's probably not going to, she's not, she didn't mention that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's being given to young men by women. You know, masculinity, toxic masculinity is dangerous. And the, all, all this type of wordplay and the way that they use things and, you know, something that a man doesn't agree with can automatically be assumed as he's a misogynist. It's just too much. Guys, like me personally, I don't give a shit. I have no thought, no emotion towards it. It does get exhausting. If that is an emotion, it, I do feel exhausted talking about it because it's almost like beating a dead horse. But I kind of have to throw that out there because this is the Crimson Capsule Chapel. You know, I am a Crimson Capsule social commentator, amongst other things. I'm going to be getting more into, like I said, the political conservative shit soon. All right. Now, I've said this before. I don't align myself even now, like, I don't align myself directly to the red pill because it's all trash now, to be honest with you. But I, I, I am honest enough to say that a lot of people that I feel who are not genuine, I thought were genuine. So it changed my, my perspective on how I view things and realized that I have my own life to live. And I can't get caught up in, in other people's, you know, personal life or anything of that nature to me that just sounds like a woman just just caring about what a person did last night who a person was hanging out with sounds like a woman you know what i mean i don't got i don't got time care and consideration for it um but for a lot of for a lot of guys it's different Like I said, a lot of guys, they'll fall for the flim flam. You know, right right when, you know, fucking war is about to kick off, this is where these women want to be submissive and they want to find, you know, masculine men. And what happens if this masculine man comes? Is that woman going to be submissive to him? Or is he going or is she going to try to nag him to death, try to compete with him, try to put him down? Stupid shit that bitches do. Insecure women. And see, women, the great thing about women to this uh, to this extent is when they start pointing out insecurities they're really pointing out themselves it's like when they insult you they look into the mirror and insult themselves see that's how deep i'm gonna get with this one okay oh we going deep we going deep all right because that that just shows you the insecurity of a woman like not to say that men are insecure 
It's just when women point out or when women try to point out insecurities, they're almost speaking to themselves. Because like I said, they're lost in thought and they're lost in emotion. Most of them, not all, not all, not all, but most. There's chaos going on inside of their heads, right? Um, and not to say that men don't have the same mindset, but it's never good to have that mindset to where you stress over things you can't control. Wouldn't Even the things that you can control, you shouldn't stress about, but especially the things that you can't control, right? You know, situations outside of your body, outside of your spirit, you can't control it. So you can't, you can't harp on it and you can't beat yourself up over it. It's a lot of people who stress out over things they can't control, but they would have a better opportunity if they didn't let it control them. If they come in more clear headed, even with me, like going to work is just going to work. I have no emotion towards it. I would rather not be here. But it's my means to an end. It's how I pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. People here, same, no thought, no emotion. If they say hi, I say hi. If not, even better. I do my eight and hit the gate. A lot of people just like in certain work workplaces in general, it's like there's only a couple places that I worked at where people understood like my whole MO. Like I'm there to work and go home. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not there to kiss ass. A lot of a lot of a lot of people in the workplace, man, they just kiss ass. They want to be under the boss, under the supervisor, under the manager. And it's like the funny thing about it is, and I've seen it happen time and time again, it's like the managers use these guys as pawns. Like they don't even go anywhere. Whatever corporate ladder, whatever whatever scenario you want to tie this up to, like they don't they don't get anywhere further than where they at, which is like the uh, equivalent of a teacher's pet. But the teacher's pet is a failure. Like he, it's a person who 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 like kisses up to the teacher. Meanwhile, they're failing every task that they're assigned. They don't go anywhere. In fact, their actions help. Their their actions begin to hold them back. Right. And I had to realize that with myself and what I was doing. You know, a good portion of my, you know, late 20s was just sitting on my ass doing nothing. Being mad at the world, mad at people. Mad at people for no reason. People who were going somewhere in life, I was mad at them. Now, I wasn't hateful towards them. I was just mad at the fact that I couldn't reach that. I couldn't reach that level. I wasn't mad at the person personally. But then I had to realize, okay, me being mad at myself isn't going to solve anything. Even if people are feeling sorry for me, that's not going to better my situation. That's going to make it worse. That's going to give me an excuse to stay where I'm at, right? I had to start seeing things with my own eyes instead of my parents' eyes, my family's eyes, or of my family's judgment or friend's judgment or whoever's judgment from my perspective. A lot of people, it's unfortunate, they'll never have that freedom to do that. They'll always have fear. 
they'll always have thoughts of what would this person say? What will my family say? You got to be your own person. I mean, as a kid, that's sort of the chaos as, as being a teenager, right? It's like your your family kind of has a vision for you and you have to find your vision. And, and just with doing that, a lot of people don't do that and they kind of get stuck in a career. They get stuck in a job. They get stuck with people that they can't stand all because their family or friends or people around them. They were afraid of judgment of them doing what they wanted. They didn't want to hear the parents bitching, complaining that they wanted to do something else that wasn't suitable to their needs. And parents can be very bitter and parents can be very um, envious when it comes to their children doing something, doing something that they want to do because they because a lot of them haven't been raised with that mindset of eventually you're going to reach a point in life to where you want to do what you want to do. You're always sort of handed, you're, you're not handed, but you're kind of just forced education. You're forced information on shit that you don't even care about. You lose vision, and a lot of people lose themselves chasing other people. With guys, weak-minded men, they lose themselves chasing pussy. That's all they really do. They lose themselves chasing pussy. It don't matter how big they are, how strong they are, how courageous they are, how wise they are. Pussy is always a man's equalizer. It will always be a man's equalizer, at least straight men. Just saying. At least. You know what I'm saying? It will always be a man's weakness, equalizer, however the fuck you want to see it. Now, previously, it would be seen as good. Right. Because promiscuity may have not been a thing or at the very least, it was not pedestalized and viewed as good at that time. It was seen as bad. So there'd be less chances that you would come across a busybody, a hoochie mama. Um, there was commitment on both ends because there were roles on both ends. The man was expected to provide, but then again, bringing up this once again, he's providing for a woman who's nine times out of 10, not sleeping around. He's providing for a woman who, because there wasn't phones and Instagrams, didn't have pictures of herself every fucking where. Right? Women were more, they didn't reveal so fucking much. To where you can see what color a, 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 bitch, a, a bitch panties is just by what she's wearing and how she's moving. None of that shit was a thing. So when, so when guys sit back and go, okay, all of these things that I've heard from old family members or something that I've heard, you know, from an older person who, you know, been through life, a fulfilling life and has a wife and has kids and they have grandkids and just a fulfilling life, those things aren't necessarily uh, a realistic vision. Uh, Excuse me. It's not a realistic vision going forward. It's just not. And as a man, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to react emotionally? You're going to cry about it, bitch and complain about it. Or are you just going to better yourself or your situation? 
and for a lot of guys to do that, they got to put a lot of these bitches aside because these guys are ruining their lives chasing women. See, women, they'll chase. Women will ruin their own lives. Like women don't really need men to, quote unquote, ruin their lives. They, they ruin each other's lives. They give off terrible, toxic advice. They celebrate promiscuity. They celebrate they celebrate anything that's really bad. If a woman sticks by a man, gets married to a man, stays committed to a man, cooks for the man, cleans for the man, does all these things, she's actually vilified. This is facts. She is vilified today for being a faithful, wife-worthy woman. This is how dysfunctional and this is how despicable women have gotten today. Not all, not all, not all, not all, not all, but most. So guys go, oh, okay, the best thing to do is just move forward. Solo campaign. You know, guys, some guys aren't built for it, but they need the time to really gather and come up with a plan because they're always distracted dealing with bitches. Like a lot of guys, like I've said it before, they could be quote unquote alphas. They could be cock diesel. They could be scrawny. They can be fast. They can be slow. They could be anything and everything, but still have a weakness for women. And there's always one or two women that really, it's always one or two women that really, um, not destroy a man, but I'm trying to think of the word. Temporarily broken down a man. There's always been one or two women that have temporarily broken down a man, right? And due to that, the man really goes forward just, you know, ice in the veins. Some guys are more, depending on how attractive a man is, a man will just bounce back and just fuck a bunch of bitches. Although that's toxic to some people. I mean, it is what it is. Women do the same thing, except women are celebrated for it. And men, even the attractive men, are seen as dogs. Right. They'll try. They'll dehumanize. And if you think about it, where women, they dehumanize a man so often, you know, trash, dogs, uh, all this, all this type of bullshit. Right. Because, you know, bitches are bitches. There is no ifs, ands, or anything about it. A bitch is a bitch, right? A bitch is a bitch. She's not, she, she can, she can portray herself as innocent, soft-spoken to a fool, right? A fool that I said once again, that will ruin his life chasing after the validation and praise from a woman. Oh, she'll get one of them guys, a guy who's more aware, like, okay, he's going to pick it up. He's going to pick up that energy right away. And he's not going to hold back what needs to be said. He's not going to care. And then, see, that's the thing. When a guy's direct, he's not going to care about a woman's emotion and a woman's thought because a woman's emotion doesn't matter. A woman's emotion is like a light switch. You can turn it on. You can turn it off. She can love you one minute, hate you the next minute. She can be hot one minute, cold the next minute. But it's the guys who actually chase after her and try to appease her. Oh, she really loves to ring y'all. She loves to, she loves to take y'all through the ringer, for sure. 
lot of guys going to have to wake up before it's too late. You end up getting one of these bitches pregnant and you're ruined. There's nothing you can do. You're stuck with her. You're stuck with the child. And you better go by the you better play by the rules because if not, she'll use the court. She'll use the state. She'll use the police against you. Child support, all that shit. The thing is, you kind of prevent, you got to prevent the young men. And it's not like, okay, you know, women can say, well, what about children? What about family? Well, what about it? You know, you think a man's willing to sacrifice his hard-earned work? You know what I mean? The, the, the grind, the hustle that he has to go through to pay for a child that he can't even see? Because a lot of these vindictive bitches use the court system against him? No. It's not worth it. A lot of us had to take our losses. Like, okay, we may want families. We may want we may want trustworthy women. It's just the needle in the haystack idea of looking at things. It's just not worth it. There's other things in life that you can do instead of being a, a, a slave to society. A slave to these modern day slurs. By you pedestalizing them, by you giving these bitches money on OnlyFans monthly, you are a slave to them. You are a slave to their to the sex or to their to the sex that they display. The possibility of sex, you are a slave to it. Pornography to an extent. Pornography to an extent. You are a slave to the image of woman. But when you when you get past all of it and you start looking at things with a with a clear with a clear mind and you have no hate, your hate, your hate is almost non-existent. Because your hate, your quote unquote hate, doesn't prevent you from living your life and doing what you have to do. Right? That that disagreement or However you believe you feel, your feelings mean nothing. If facts if facts are always the oppositions of feelings, feelings will always mean nothing at the end of the day. Right? That's why a lot of people, a lot of men who get into this space, they want to they want to sugarcoat shit and make it presentable for women. And to be honest, these conversations and these topics are not for women because it is mostly about the modern women. And we know a lot of women are just emotional. They get triggered. They think it's all about them because a lot of them are self-centered. They, they just think it's all about them. You mention women and, and there's always one woman that has to speak out for all women. I don't speak out for all men because I know a lot of men are simps. A lot of men are fucking peasants to mediocre pussy and fucking electronic prostitutes. I know it. So I don't I don't even have to pretend to be a guy for all men. I'm not. Fuck that. Only the strongest survives. And it's it's this it's the strength like it's it's broken down this this whole darwinism way of thinking. I brought it up when it comes to dating, right? And dating apps is a form of Darwinism, except 
the strong is more or less the looks, the genetics, things of that nature. But in life, it's a different, it's, it's a whole different game. It's a regular modern man getting through a regular week of work, a week of grinding, not wanting to be bothered by childish, irresponsible bitches. Like, that's all. That's all it really breaks down to. And I don't want to hear a woman's side of things unless it's benefiting women, because what you say will not benefit me. And I'm only saying this to be truthful and honest. What most women say on the Internet, it doesn't benefit me. And I don't think it necessarily benefits men. I just believe that they're women and some of these women are attractive. And a lot of women, I mean, a lot of men are weak minded. Men, to an extent, will pretty much put anything on a pedestal. You got guys promoting um, sex with transsexuals and saying that that's not gay. You know what I'm saying? Like weird things. Like to me, that's just weird. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not being hateful about it. I have no emotions. Nothing. I don't even I don't even have thought about what I say. I just let it fly out. If it sounds bad, then you know, forgive me, but fuck it. I it has to be said. That shit isn't that's not normal. Right? It's not normal. For a guy. Now, if a guy were to say, you know, he's gay and he likes, you know men that look like women, that would be sort of more um, acceptable. Not, not, not acceptable, you know, not, not acceptable in value, but um, acceptable verbally. Like that makes sense, right? Versus a quote unquote straight male saying that having relationships with transformers is not only not gay, but it's absolutely fine. It's absolutely straight. It, you can't convince me that that's what it is. I don't care how these people try to distort things. They're taking God out of everything. And it's getting out of control. When are people going to actually speak up, stand up? Who knows? Probably never. It's probably too late. But with all that being said, we're close to an hour and 20 minutes. I decided to push this up five minutes just because I'll delete the last uh, episode that I did earlier today that I was supposed to upload and just upload this episode. How about that? And uh, tomorrow I'm going to be going through uh, Jesse Lee Peterson, an old clip from five years ago of highlight. It was a highlight of. Um, a debate, if you will. I think it was a fallen state. I think it was the fallen state uh, episode with him and a pro-black woman named Cynthia G. It's going to be very entertaining. It's going to be amazing. But as I always say, it's the end of another day. So in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of The Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.